God who sits high and looks low. You are the God of undying life. By your mighty hand, you raised up Jesus from the grave and appointed him judge of the living and the dead. Bestow upon the baptized into his death the power flowing from his resurrection that we may proclaim near and far the pardon and the peace. Grant this to our Lord Jesus Christ, firstborn from the dead, who lives and reigns with you now and always in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Be seated now to listen to the word of God in scripture. The life to which Peter and the other followers of Jesus were called, a life nourished with the bread in the cup of the Eucharist, is the same life we share through our baptism into the life of the risen Christ. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter began to speak. You know the message that spread through Judea. Beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We were witnesses to all that he did, both in Judea and Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree, but God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all people, but to us who are chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passage, St. Paul encourages us to seek what is above, what is at one with Christ, and not be mirrored in the mud, in the muck of this world. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. 
Glory to you, Lord. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Solomon, bought spices so they may, might go and anoint Jesus. And very early on that first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a joy to see you face to face, even with masks. I got to tell you that with the sound system and, and, and the uh, zooming we're doing into the gathering space, it sounds like the sound system at Yankee Stadium in the movie The Yankee Clipper. Hi, hi, hi. Consider myself the luckiest person in the world. I, I've always wanted to do that, so. <laughs> and I got to tell you, uh, I'm channeling the Father Bender in me. We are so blessed in our parish community. The Art and Environment Committee has just done a super job in preparing the environment for our Easter celebration. Yeah. We're blessed to have Lisa Waldirk. She is an amazing floral designer, and what she has put together for us just takes my breath away. And this candle, our journey Easter decorated it. It's just so beautiful, and it ties in with the water theme that the art and environment people are working. You know, we can't bless the font this year because of COVID. So what they've done with that beautiful blue material is make water present and available to us, at least in our memories. I'm so grateful for the, the Art and Entertainment Committee. You know, the NCAA and CBS Sports and 
ESPN, they've been hyping the National Collegiate Basketball Tournament for months now. It's amazing that they put that much effort into promoting this televised sporting event. Truth be told, I don't really care. <laughs> None of the teams that I really like and support are even made it into the tournament. It's like, well, who does care? Although I got to tell you, if I'm being honest, Sister Jean from Loyola of Chicago, she's, she kind of stole my heart. And watching Gonzaga play, what an amazingly talented group of basketball players. And I understand that last night they beat UCLA on a last-second shot. Go Zags. I'm hoping they will stay undefeated and win the national championship. I just wouldn't stay home from church <laughs> to watch a March Madness game. No matter how important or magical CBS Sports says March Madness is, I wouldn't stay home from church just to watch one of those games. You know, this year we've celebrated the second march in a row in which we have bound, been bound up by the COVID pandemic. In some ways, this pandemic has been enough to drive us all to madness. I bless God that the march endemic has taken place during the season of Lent. Because without Lent, celebrated in the church, I think I would go really, really mad. Thank God for Lent, for what opportunities it affords us for growth in our spiritual lives. You might remember, we began Lent by recalling Father Bill Bausch. He's a retired priest from New Jersey. His five building blocks for a faith-filled spiritual life. You might remember them. The first one is pray. Gotta pray to build a spiritual life. Secondly, we have to read spiritual reading books. I think so many of us do read the Bible, and reading the Bible nourishes us and strengthens us. The third thing we need to do is to be quiet. The world we live in is so harried and hurried and busy to get us beyond the busyness, the worldliness, 
you and I need to make time to be quiet. The fourth thing Father Bauch suggests is that we serve the needs of others. Serve the needs of others. The Word of God challenges us to do just that. And then finally, we're called to celebrate enough. To celebrate enough is to recognize that we have enough. All the commercials in the world trying to sell us all kinds of stuff, they're not true. We don't need more stuff. We have enough, don't we? When we think about it, we really do have enough. You know, in the midst of the social isolation that we've endured during the pandemic, we have learned that what is most important in our lives, more important than the things we can own, the things we can use, the things that can entertain us, the things that feed our bodies, more important than any of this, most important thing is other people. People are God's most important gift to us. Only when we give ourselves away to others can we become fully alive. Yesterday, At the parking lot at Wakeman's, I mean, where else do miracles happen? But at the parking lot at Wakeman's, I was walking into the store and there was a, a guy walking in the opposite direction. And I said to him, I hope you have a great day. And he actually stopped. He stopped and he smiled at me and he said, well, thank you for that. Not everybody stops to acknowledge a stranger. Not everyone wishes a person would have a nice day. I really appreciate that you did that. I shrugged my shoulders and I said, well, I hope you have a great Easter. I know that could have been politically incorrect. What if he was Muslim or what if he was Jewish? But I said, I hope you have a wonderful Easter. And this guy smiled, beautiful smile. And he said to me, I'm going to get to see my great-grandson. That's all that matters. Going to see my great-grandson. That's all that matters. The pandemic and social isolation have taught us that people are the most important gift in our lives. 
more important than the things we own, more important than the things we can buy, more important than the things that pile up in our garage, more important than what entertains us or feeds us. People are God's most important gift. You know, through the pandemic, We've been hearing a lot about the new normal, huh? How can we imagine what normal will be? If the pandemic has taught us anything, it's taught us that we come to church not because of fear or out of a sense of obligation. We come to church because we need each other. We need people in the church community. We need people whose lives are formed by the Word of God, whose lives are strengthened in the Eucharist. We need people who are committed, as we are, to living the gospel of Christ and thus making the world a much better place. Jesus came to our world to turn our world into the kingdom of God. I pray that our new normal will look a lot like Easter. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.